The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. I want to tell you about a place called Deshir Lodge in Tanzania. It's in Africa and it's a world away from Winnipeg, Manitoba. Winnipeg is where our next, next guest grew up and met. Tanzania is where they live now. And so they sold everything they own to move there and build a run, uh, build and run a lodge for travelers looking to check off safari from their bucket list. Joining us is Daryl and Shirley Peters, the owners of Deshir Lodge and Safaris, and two of their safari drivers, Jeremy and Simon. Welcome to the show. And okay, how did you end up selling it all to move to Africa? We say it's in the prenups, actually. <laughs> uh, when we were going to college together, uh, we had a fateful night at Robin's Donuts in Winnipeg, Manitoba, on Pemina Highway. I'm from Winnipeg, Shirley's from Winkler. And uh, we were talking about uh, life and everything, and I brought up the fact that I really enjoy our relationship, and I found out that the word relationship is a bit loaded. <laughs> and she pressed the point, what do you mean by relationship? And... Then she said a few things about what would have to happen if our relationship would continue. Somehow it got further really fast. And she said that if we're going to think of dating, uh, then I would have to take her to Africa. It was just just like that. That was it. Actually, I rebuttal. He won't say he said this, but he said, I could see myself marrying a girl like you. And of course, that made me upset too. (laughs) He was shy. I was crazy. He was the academic. He was the musician. He was the vice president of the Bible school that I went to. He was the athlete. And... uh, and uh, he was too quiet. He was yeah. too shy. He was always hidden. I was with all the popular people. But, but that people night, I came. I came up to the table, and uh, <laughs> I, I was. I was more forthright than usual. I don't yes, know why. Yes, he was. So the trip to Africa took a little while to get to. Um, actually, it goes way back. When I was twelve years old, I went to a service in our church of a thousand people in Winkler, and. Uh, I went home, it was all gray heads like me, and I went home and said to my mom, I'm going to Africa someday. And so I kept my focus. So when I met people, I'd say, do you want to go to Africa? No. Do you want to go to India? Maybe. Where do you want to go? I don't know, guys would say. And I'd say, I for sure don't want you. I was that focused on getting my missions degree and going back to Africa again. I started by going when I was single to Zambia. Then we met and then he went um, three months before our marriage. And he said yes to me, and he also promised to build me a round house. Wow. Okay, so now we have somewhere down the line decided to sell everything that you own, mm-hmm. uh, except for the adult kids, yep. mm-hmm. and and get... How, 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 where do you even begin with something like that? Uh, it's hard to explain. You know, life sometimes takes twists and turns, and it was something that I can say was in our hearts to do. Um, Shirley brought me to Africa, and then after that, I was sold as well. And uh, we met some wonderful people in Botswana, Africa. I'm a teacher by trade. We taught. I taught in Botswana, Africa for three years, met some great people. So when we decided to go back to Africa, they said we'd help you do it, and we were looking for a safe and peaceful place. And Tanzania fits the bill 100%. People wonder about Tanzania, about Africa. Tanzania is a wonderful, safe place. It's almost like Canadians. They don't like rising up too much until they're compared to their neighbors, like U.S. people for Canadians. Wonderful people. So how do two Canadians set up a lodge in Tanzania? Like, where, where does the... Uh, how do you do that? How do you buy property? Do you buy property? What well, does that look like? Actually, Bakari and Agnes are dear friends from Tanzania. That's what made us fall in love with. Tanzania through a leaky roof in Botswana. He's an architect. That's how we met them. 
And with our African father, Agnes's dad is our African father. If you can imagine this, I'm at work in the bank and Daryl phones me from school and says, Cheryl, do you want to buy land? There's 12 acres. Do you want to buy land? And in 10 minutes, we made the decision, bought the land over the phone with never seeing it. 12 acres, which have now turned into 30. Now 30, but, you know, and then getting a team together, mm-hmm. this team, I mean, mm-hmm. you can buy the land, but then bringing mm-hmm. it all together. Um, and, and Simon and, and Jeremy are joining us in studio as well today. They're drivers. Yes. For uh, you. One day at a time, we've built the lodge from scratch, Virgin Land, starting with our friends through the leaky roof and then eight and a half years now we found our staff we have 50 staff that work 25 full-time and 10, 25 part-time i was driving for three years at the lodge doing all the purchasing and everything and finally simon came around and he's a really great guy and i started turning over jobs to him we started a safari company and then we brought jeremy on he's our first safari driver so now i'm not now i'm getting driven everywhere except in canada where i'm driving them yeah. <laughs> which is a nice turn what what kind of animals are that would would people see when when they when they're on safari with you? On safari, you see almost everything. It depends on how lucky you are. But uh, we have the three major parks: Tarangire, Serengeti, and Gorongoro, where you see all these kind of animals. But cats, you have to go Serengeti. When I say cats, I mean lion, yeah. leopard, and cheetah. And uh, the rest of the parks also they have all kind of animals. Now, I mean, this is home for you. So this, you know, you look at me, I'm like a giddy kid talking about this, wanting to know absolutely mm-hmm. everything. Are you surprised when you when you see two Canadians from Winnipeg, Manitoba and Winkler, Manitoba, you know, pack up and, and move to, to your home to, you know, become a part of it? Is, was that surprising for you? I can say for, for, for the beginning, it was like, if you move in right away, people don't understand what you are doing. But actually, after you started putting buildings and then bring guests, now they understand. It's all about tourism. How s- also helping the community. How safe is it when you're on safari, if you've gone to see the cats or you're going to see the, I don't know, rhinoceroses, whatever it is that you see, like, how safe is it? Very safe. We guarantee you will be very safe because you're always in a car and is well uh, built for safari, put the roof up, and you'll be taking pictures. We drive everywhere. There are rules, no off-roads. We stay on the roads, and it's very safe. Even in, even in places you stay, like lodges and camps. What about the impact on the animals? Is there any impact on the animals, or is this, is this I'm like, I'm not sure. Is it good for them? Is it bad for them? Or are you just kind of sitting there looking from over here? Like, there's no... There's no danger to the animals of us being there? Or is it the other way around? (laughs) No danger. As long as you're following the rules, like you are always on the road, nobody allows outside Mm. the car except you are in a picnic area that you are allowed to go out and always listen to your driver. If they tell you don't get out here, don't get out. <laughs> yeah, always listen, but you'll be safe. The animals are very used to the vehicles. Are they, they are okay. they, even the lions come and sit below the vehicle for shade sometimes, and and uh, you can see on the side of the road the cheetahs walking by. They're quite comfortable. What yep. kind are there animals at the lodge like near that you that you would see, or are they? We have the we have the small three at our lodge: Dick, Dick, Rabbit. And leopard tortoise. Oh. <laughs> so, <laughs> not a lot of big game, though. Not a lot of but big game. But we're hoping for zebra and antelope someday. Yeah. 
curious to know about, um, you know, what is it that you think that draws people to Africa? When you hear the word Africa, I mean, to me, there's like this pull from behind my belly button that just says to me, I, I need to go there someday. What is it about about Africa? I have to say that it, there's something deep inside the exp- the way of living that people have, quite different from us. Part of it's pole pole, which means slowly, slowly. And we all need a little bit of that, don't <laughs> I'll we? I'll say, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the other thing is that deep relationships, the Africans aren't afraid to feel deeply, to express their emotions, and to to live life to the fullest every day, I can say. Not living for the future, but every day they live life to the fullest. And it's a beautiful way to live and a beautiful expression of that we can get in touch with. You won't get a warmer people than the Tanzanians. Mm-hmm. We've, we've traveled all of Southern Africa. We've been to Kruger Game Park four times. What you get, most people, of course, are coming for the safari and they want to see the animals. You're, a million tourists a year come to Tanzania. You are actually the ones caged. The animals are free. Mm-hmm. But what's really beautiful is we really encourage people to do our home village visit meals because you can have a lot of money. You can fly to Africa and you can go on a safari and only know your driver and go back. And I feel sorry for you because what we are really all about is about these sons Mm -hmm. and our children and our family in Africa. We're a family first and our care and love for them is first. Then the tourists, we take very good care of people and guests who come. But it's really about raising them up and their lives up and getting to meet people in their homes. And they're always humbled and in awe that Mm -hmm. someone would come to their home. Those moments of guests going into homes of our last busy season, all of them went move people more than yeah. the safaris. That's yeah. what you're going to come back. And most people, my, some of my friends in Kelowna or in Abbotsford call it by our Deshir Lodge sign when they leave, the, Chris, the kiss and cry corner. <laughs> because when people leave, 90% of the people leave and it's not a bad thing, but have tears in their eyes because yeah. they don't want to leave. It mo- Our place is a very, very special place on earth. Daryl and, and the family. Yeah. Daryl and Shirley Peters joining me in studio. As mentioned off the top, they they sold everything, left their left Manitoba and went to Tanzania, where they have a lodge now. Um, it's called uh, Dashir Lodge, and it's DashirLodgeAndSafaris dot com. If you want to check it out, can we? What are one of the things I saw a video on the weekend that just absolutely broke my heart. It was on it was on Twitter, and it was a poacher with I think they had taken off the horn off of a uh, rhinoceros and mm-hmm. they were trying to fix the rhino they were trying to make it better for him mm-hmm. and the, the animal like li- there were li- like tears literally coming out of this animal's eye it was just absolutely heartbreaking poaching and the ivory trade in Africa I mean how how does that impact the country and and what you're seeing and what you're doing there is it something that you see? In, in our neck of the woods, there's not a lot of poaching in Serengeti on Gorongoro because they're well-visited parks. Uh, the parks where there can be some poaching are the ones that are more remote mm. and huger. There's some huge parks down in south, Salu and Ruaha, um, and that's where it's harder to you know, maintain the surveillance. But I can say that uh, Tanzania's done a fantastic job over the last 20 years. Before 2000, it was terrible. Mm, I think really? Jeremy was mentioning uh, there was a lot going on and a lot stored up. And recently, there's been some convictions. Yeah. Um, and also, they're using drones and things like that. So it's very... And our president right now is, is working super hard mm-hmm. to, make, to eradicate poaching completely, 100%. And so it's very hard for them to move right now in Tanzania. 
Good. Yeah. If you get caught with anything, too, Jeremy was just saying this morning, if you get caught with anything in poaching, you're convicted to life in prison. So, so things so you, so the both of you have seen things change dramatically over the years. Big yeah. big change. Yes. And that's good. Very good. That's yeah. very good. Yeah. Um cultural differences um for you know again <laughs> two Manitobans up and, and and head over to Tanzania and what was that learning curve like for you? See, we've lived in Africa over about 10 years. Mm-hmm. All of Africa is different. We've been to Zambia, Botswana, lived in all of those places in Tanzania. Our warm people like like the Zimbabweans and Zambians, but we chose this place because of tourism. I don't think we had as much cultural shock as for me coming onto land with all barren land and rocks. I just left all my kids <laughs> and knew nobody and yeah. nothing. That that was really, really tough for me, even though I'm a mission major yeah. and we've lived in Africa most of our life. Uh, but when I'm in something, I think for the first three years, I would say to Daryl, often we made a big, big mistake. We had two dry wells. Life was difficult. I think it's actually easier for us going there than these guys coming here sometimes. The Tanzanians open up their heart immediately. They don't check you out. Very willing and loving. And if we give them trust, it's amazing the trust that's that's returned at the same time. It's a universal language, love and trust. I'm almost out of time and I could I could talk to you for the entire afternoon and I'd probably much rather do that, to be honest <laughs> with you. Um, but before I let you go, and I'm going to ask both of you this, um, what have you learned from the Tanzanians and what have you learned from the Canadians? Mm. From the Tanzanians, I've learned, well, first of all, these are my family. We hope by God's grace we can live and die in Tanzania. They've, we've already planned our funeral in a sense, and they know what's going to happen. And yeah, Shirley's uh, always doing the funeral planning, looking ahead and talking about those things. Because it's our life. We live <laughs> on the land. These are my boys. Mm-hmm. Everyone's my family. They say as a business owner, if you take good care of your people, they in turn will take good care of your clients. The lodges are excuse to be in Africa, I'll be honest. <laughs> it's them and the rest of them who are our family to raise them up, to empower them, to help people get water in Maasai land who have no water and dig holes uh-huh. so they don't have to walk eight hours or for them to buy land or build houses or to raise up their kids to go to school and have an education or to one of the one of the things that we want to do is build a hospital for maternity nice. for in our village. It's all about helping community and giving out. But what we have learned is we're loved and they got our backs. Nice. And, and you know, if I want to fight with any of them, I can go back home yeah, and fight with fight my sometimes? own kids. You want to fight sometimes? I fight all the time. <laughs> but no, really, if I want to fight, I can go back home to my own kids. And these are my family. Yeah. God has helped us pick them one by one, pray them through, and we're committed to them and they are to us. And we learn much from them because we're a family together. What have you learned from them? I think uh, for, in my side, since I met Daryl, uh, it has been like four years now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have learned a lot because uh, I wasn't good with money before, <laughs> but uh, now I'm really learning a lot how to do savings uh, and uh, always do the right things and major labor. Good. Yeah, that was very good. It's, so I see a lot of change in my life. Very good. Yeah. And what about you? Okay, for me, I learned more because uh, Dero teach me to help some uh, people if I, if I get uh, some money and then I trying to Give someone you don't have a money. Pay it forward. Yeah, pay, pay it for, forward. Yes. Yeah. 
Well, this is a beautiful story. Uh, Daryl and Shirley Peters, along with uh, Simon and Jeremy, joining us in studio this afternoon. I just want to thank you so much for sharing your story. You spoke uh, last night uh, in the city and heading off to... Where are you off to next? Back to Winnipeg. To Winnipeg, our heading city. Home. Hometown. Yeah. Well, watch out home. for the mosquitoes. Yeah. They're huge. They're huge. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Here. Thanks. Have a good day.